probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabber the HUD, and joining me in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon once again. Well, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. And he's the only clone to ever find out about Order 66 pre-Massacre. It's Clone Trooper Blythes. Oh, of course. How didn't we see that? How didn't we think of that while we were watching Clone Wars, man? Mate, with the next 21 episodes going forward, this is going to be one of my biggest challenges in life. But I I endeavour to make it to 100. Oh, man. So we are on 78, episode 78, Matty boy. (laughs) How ludicrous is that? It's getting tight. It is starting to start diving into the books and the comics now, but, you know, the hardcore will appreciate this. Ah, bro, we love a bly pun. They love a bly pun. Everyone loves a bly pun, and I love a bly pun. So thank you, dude. Matty boy. Star Wars Sessions, again, it's a Wednesday night for our listeners, or whenever they listen to the podcast. How on earth are you a gangster? Matey, I am just so good. In the words of Danny Boy, so good. I'm good, mate. Yeah, I've got a cup of tea. I've eschewed the alcohol tonight, as is a good boy to do on a Monday. I've got a vanilla Coca-Cola with zero sugar in. I used to really dig vanilla Coke when it came out about... 2005 in the United Kingdom, and I saw it down the old co-op, cooperative uh, news agents, and I was like, you know what? I'm having me some of that tonight for the session. So, yeah, man, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Uh, Bro, I am good. We've had some family down from uh, Birmingham this weekend, so they've come and visited us. They've graced us with their presence, and it has been spicy, mate. We've done all sorts of awesome awesome stuff mate the weather's been good you know they were saying oh yeah it's going to be raining you know it's going to be like super cloudy not going to be able to do anything guess what mate went to the beach saturday chalkwell beach in south end gorgeous gorgeous what it's like down south yes Uh, we love it mate we love it went to my brother's house on canvey had a little social distance chat in the garden Mm -hmm. had a walk along the seawall it was beautiful i do like walking the canvey seawall Ah, oh, it's good fun, man. Well, old James Bly lives there. He walks his dog along there now. So it's, it was quality, mate. It was quality. Sweet. And, uh, you know, the world's just been a busy place. You know, BTS out here, Korean boys killing it. Broke that YouTube record in 24 <laughs> hours. You know, anything's possible, right? Anything is possible. That's what's going down, mate, boy. That's what's going down. No, you come for the Star Wars. Stay for the BTS. That's what we're going to change ourselves to now. Um, well, I'm glad to hear your will. I'm very well. Let's find out if the galaxy's will, because I can hear those chimes of Big Ben Kenobi. Oh, you do? Oh, ah, uh, oh. Oh, I can hear it. It's a galactic news round. Kathleen Kennedy has reaffirmed that Kenobi will only be a limited series on Disney+. Plus. Captain Marvel herself, Brie Larson, has now confirmed 
She auditioned for every new Star Wars movie and not just Rogue One. Hasbro is releasing a huge wave of new Star Wars figures, including faction sets, Rogue One and Fallen Order figures. Hey, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. For this week's main discussion, let me just hear that again. <laughs> uh, to this week, we are talking about that noise, which hopefully sounded better over the microphone than it did in real life. Lightsaber duels in Star Wars. Let's face it, when we, was, when we were kids, certainly me, every time one of those bad boys was ignited, I loved it. Whether it is saber on saber or Luke taking down at those green pig guys on Jabba's barge, as I knew them as a kid. Lightsaber duels or lightsabers uh, are so synonymous now that when we don't get enough lightsabers in Star Wars, uh, there's uproar. We didn't have any saber fights, so there's not enough sabers. Uh, I remember when Solo came out, it's going to be the first one without any sabers, and we still got um, old Maul on the dunny with his lightsaber. But we thought we'd talk about the lightsabers uh, duels in the galaxy this week, plus uh, we're going to drop our top three at the end of this, aren't we, mate? Oh, yes, we are, guys. It is a spicy one. I can't believe we have gone 78 episodes and we've not even had a fully fledged chit chat about lightsabers. I mean, it is ridiculous, but lightsaber duels are like the almost like the life force, if you excuse the pun, of this saga. You know, it is like the climax of a lot of these films. And uh, we all have a different opinion on them. We all have different, you know, experiences with them. And that plays a huge part in my rankings, mate. You know, my experiences. You know, I'm a prequel boy. That's what, that's what I'm going to start off with. That's what I'm going to start off with. Yeah, well, the prequels, uh, they introduced us to a, a new style of fighting, didn't they? Because we had the OT. I, when I grew up, I, I watched Empire Strikes Back and I saw... Uh, Luke and Vader facing off uh, in or in on Cloud City in the Carbonite freezing chamber, and I always remember that because of the more so to the location. I love the fight. Let's not get me wrong, but the location, like the oranges and the purples and the smoke, and just how they shot that fight was amazing. Of course, leading up to the spoilerific reveal at the end with uh, "No, I am your father." All of that encapsulated and then obviously return of the jedi and they were really raw fights and then like you say we're prequelists we went to we caught they were our star wars in terms of the ones which we were old enough to gravitate towards and those lightsaber jewels were uh something else weren't they oh mate the the thing is guys if you're a long-term listener of the show right I've told this story a few times, yeah, but I'm going to sprinkle a little spice onto this this bad boy right now. Okay? Nice, nice. Aramat. Um, yeah, get the Arony. Get the Aramat out, will ya? <laughs> Got to be done. She mate. comes We're in gonna with flip it. In. We're pouring in the Aramat, right? Anyway, if you guys, by the way, if you do hear anything, I still have family around there next door doing like all sorts of crazy stuff. I just had a KFC, actually. 
So nice. I've just had a Pepsi Max, Matty boy. Nice. I know you said about Coke. I just had a Pepsi Max and uh, had um, a bad boy KFC meal. But anyway, let me throw it back for you guys, right? So when I lived in Devon, when I was when I was uh, born there, uh, raised there for the first bit of my life, we lived in a little village in the middle of nowhere. One of my earliest memories of living in my in in, in this little village, my first home, right, is me playing lightsaber duels with these two kids yeah and we were all taking turns being obi-wan qui-gon darth maul right and i couldn't stop singing um yeah literally like that was just going in my head dude hours of fun hours of fun so i can't sit here i can't sit here and be like oh too too choreographed so it's rubbish do you know what i mean not like it's not as good as the other like i can't sit there and do that because it meant so much to me as a kid and it was normalized for me right if i if i'm growing up with that as normal like to me that's my star wars right i see it I, I see the vision and I, I, I really get and I understand when George was like, well, yeah, the fighting would have been different because this is, this is Jedi in their prime. You know, I, I get it. I totally get it and I buy into it because for me, I didn't know any different. That was normal. That was normal. So I think that's a really important point to, to remember here. But there was certainly an evolution of fighting style that actually carries on right through to our film we just got in december rise of skywalker right there's definitely that isn't there yeah because it, it well, of course due to the limitations um back in the 70s and 80s not in terms of talent and quality but but certainly in a, in a new hope you know it's a very slow fight compared to what we're used to Empire and Jedi up those stakes and up the fighting. The prequels take it to another level. And I, I'm with you on that. Yes, the fights have a a, choreo, a choreographed sense of at times, like, almost like a dance. But there's nothing wrong with that because there's a reason why people spend hundreds of quid to go and watch the ballet because it's stunning to watch a lot of the time. I love I love the fights in the prequels. I mean, I don't think there's a lightsaber fight I don't enjoy. Of course, as we'll find out, we have our favourites or ones which we at least place higher than others. Um, but coming through to the sequel trilogy, I mean, in, in the force awakens, we got, well, we kind of got three, we got Finn versus, you know, the, the stormtrooper who just showered traitor, uh, Finn versus Kylo, <laughs> Kylo versus Ray. Uh, I'm probably forgetting another one, but we've got a few in the force awakens and they, they weren't, they, they were, I, I found it to be kind of rough and ready. They were raw. But they weren't mm. as raw as the as the OT. They were polished versions of what we got on the OT, and then slightly more refined. Refined, right? and then when we get to the Last Jedi, that's more your prequel. The Kylo Ren and Rey versus the Praetorians. That's more your prequel age, where it's of course as much as they can do one long take of fighting. So it has to be choreographed. And then mm-hmm. the Rise of Skywalker kind of went back again to that refined yet kind of still rough and ready. Uh, fighting style and i like how they how they took it in in the sequels and i love in the rise of skywalker we covered it on one of our shows leading up to that film 
when uh, Daisy Ridley, the English Rose, said that the, the lightsabers were they were manufactured to be lighter. They were made lighter this time. So when Ray and Kylo were swinging them, it you know it looked like they were swinging them with even more force because you come to that you come to expect. They were just lighter, but to our eyes, it's like wow, these guys are really going at it. So, so again, yeah. it added that extra dimension, especially when you consider the the backgrounds and the force Skype fight as well. But there there is an evolution, and um, I I mean I'm not going to say necessarily which period I prefer in terms of OT PTSD. But it's amazing that the different people who worked on these films, stunt coordinators, directors, have all managed to sprinkle their own little bit of aromat and own um, style oh, onto yeah. these fights. Yeah. And and the thing is, I think all of the films, especially from yeah, well, my point of view, and I think you'll, you'll agree with this, Matty Boy, is that um, I, I think they're not too over the top where it is like, get, like Starkiller. <laughs> on Force Unleashed, I will just, agree going, with that. just going absolutely ham and just like, but for some people, man, that's like, oh, Star Wars should be that, right? Listen, fair enough, mate. Mm-hmm. You got those games, you go replay them. They're fun. And listen, in the future, it might be a bit more like that. You know, who knows? But I, for one, think the way, because that was always something I wondered with the sequel trilogy and with the new era of films is like, how are they going to, how are they going to like do this? Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to be too cartoony, you know, but in, in the same breath, you know, you need to think, listen, we, we've also had a lot of awesome lightsaber fights in the animated world, right? So I just want to give <laughs> a, a, a cheeky, a cheeky little shout out to some great, animated duels while we're at it right because yeah, i right. love ot ptst but let's be honest those the fights in the live action is going to completely cover it for me right and i do i do have some favorites from animated but for yeah. me in my head hey maybe it's just me maybe it's just me but i am only including live action in this as am i in terms of my top three i'm just going for live action but i think some of the animated will be absolutely more than just honorable mentions but i have gone live action i agree i like that you said just more than honorable mentions because there are things that i do adore for me i always come back to this scene mate right i I bet you know what i'm gonna say i can does it take place on a dusty sand planet yes yes what am i gonna say what am i gonna say i reckon you're gonna say uh twin sons mate yep 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 Kenobi and Maul. Star Wars Rebels, Obi Wan, Obi Wan Kenobi versus Maul. Star Wars Rebels, mate. season three, right or season two was it? Uh, end of season three, mate. The oh, episode. That oh man, it was. That is a thing it, of beauty. That that is something else. And you know what? That is oh, one of the oh, only oh. shows. That is one of the only scenes. Sorry, not shows. Well, that is one of the only scenes from the animated Star Wars world that I have gone and shown to my friends and family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been sitting in a lounge, like a few geeks around here. I've got some of my old schoolmates and that. They're like Star Wars. They come to, you know, opening weekend with us and stuff and go for beers and, and that. But they're not like, they don't listen to the pod. They're, they're just like, they're not, they're, they're, they have different interests, right? Really, but they're my brothers, you know. But I showed, I showed them this scene, you know. And like Everyone is like, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. 
I get it. I get it, you know, and um, it's an imp- it, that is an impressive one. And I do think there are moments, especially in Clone Wars, and I, mm. I suppose it suits the context. It suits the prequels. To me, though, it does feel, contrary to what I've just been saying, it does feel a little over the top, like it is happening maybe every episode. Or And listen, that's an exaggeration, but it just felt a bit like that sometimes. I was like, look, yeah, there's a lot here. And to be honest, a lot of them I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan and Maul on Tatooine, I remember. I yeah. flipping remember that. I, I just, I remember a lot more of the Rebel stuff anyway. Um, but there we go. I, I just thought I'd mention that, dude. I, I know you like some of the animated stuff, and I know I'm glad we got that out of the way. Whew, you know, neither of us have, because we're doing our top threes, aren't we, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm not I, including any of that. I'm glad we're on the same page. I, I could have quite easily put Obi-Wan versus Maul right up there because it's, a, it's a, the same with a lot of these lightsaber duels. It isn't just the fighting and the sparring. It's the emotion. It's the narrative. It's what's at stake. And it's what and it's the immediacy of the situation beforehand and the aftermath. With the Obi and Maul, of course, you've got Obi-Wan by the campfire. You know Maul's coming for him. This is going to be the end of a journey that started in 1999 when we were kids with the Phantom Menace. This was going to be the end now. We've got an old-looking Obi. We've got Alec Guinness Obi versus Maul. This is what we say. It's like this is like dream almost. And then the fight itself, obviously the build-up, like kicking the fire out. The fight was wonderful. And then the aftermath where he's cradling Maul. Is he the chosen one? And that they kind of come... There's almost like a respect between the two of them at the end and... Then uh, Kenobi just throws Maul on a funeral pyre and burns him to make sure he's gone. But um, yeah, I mean, Rebels had some good ones. Kanan and Ezra versus Vader, Ahsoka versus the seventh sister and the fifth brother. And yeah, Clone Wars has got some good ones. I mean, Obi-Wan versus Maul, the amount of times they fought was quite decent. Savage Press and Maul versus Palpatine when Palps absolutely just scored those fools. There were some good ones. Uh, Ahsoka had some fine ones, like one against Grievous. Uh, also, shout out to Fallen Order. Cal versus the second sister and the Inquisitors because we get to play as Cal Kestis taking down everyone. So that was a lot of fun as well. And of course, I know we control the narrative and the fights, but I like I enjoyed that as well. The tagline was become a Jedi and I felt like I was a Jedi in those moments. So also shout out to Fallen All also because you guys know how much I, I love that game. But yeah, Obi versus Maul. I agree with you. That in, just in terms of the saga as well, that is a huge moment in the saga. You know, Obi-Wan basically, you know, damning Anakin and saying, you know, Luke, no, Luke is a chosen one. As we've mentioned before, because of his experiences with Anakin and he now sees Luke as that, the end of the, it's not quite the end of the prequel era, but it kind of feels like it is almost like passing the torch. Maul's gone, old Kenobi's seen to that. It It's just a big moment in the entire, entire saga. And, we've said it before if you haven't got on the rebels train absolutely do it the first season isn't as bad as i remember in fact it's actually quite good get past the first few episodes and it's boss and then it gets it's one of those shows which just gets better and better and better and better and the lightsaber fights are decent but yeah in in the top three it's just live action and they're probably decent ones in the comics as well but i I don't remember any of those so sorry guys but i I love, I love that you've mentioned the games too, like because that's canon too, right? Fallen Order's canon. Yeah, it all counts, and um, 
it, it counts, man. It counts. So, yeah, that's an interesting spin on it, mate. That is definitely an interesting well, spin. I had a question for you, though, buddy, quickly, because... Yeah, no, you... get, get stuck in, oh, mate. mate I was going to get stuck in that like, KFC bargain bucket. You mentioned oh, the sequel oh. trilogy and how they were going to handle the lightsaber fights. One of the criticisms or things that people have been saying about the sequel trilogy, or at least certain films, is that we didn't get enough lightsaber fights or lightsaber action in general. What do you think about that? Did we get enough action with lightsabers? Not just lightsaber on lightsaber, but just people using them. Do you know what? I have I have reservations about the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I have problems with the sequel trilogy. Overall, overall, I do have a love for it. Yeah, yeah. Particularly of the first two and bits and big parts of the third one, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I do love it, mate. I do love it. And do you know what? Out of those problems that I do, and, and, and I, listen, maybe I'm using the wrong word, but out of those qualms, yeah, mm-hmm. I really don't think of like, oh, there's too little lightsaber mm-hmm. or too much lightsaber. It doesn't come into my mind, to be honest. And I feel like actually when lightsabers are used, it's justified. It's not forced. It's not over the top. You, you've earned it. Force Awakens, lightsaber fight at the end. Mm-hmm. We earned that moment mm-hmm. as a, as an audience. We earned that moment, and oh my gosh, does it, it? It's just great. It is. It is, Matt. Just so so good. So good. Yes, it is. And one I forgot to mention, mate. You boost from the sequel trilogy. It it isn't necessarily a lightsaber fight but there are two laser swords drawn luke versus kylo ren on crate you know you've got the oh. the old master versus the young upstart on crate what a magical scene for a, a variety of reasons but the sabers are drawn it you know kind of counts i mate i get that i i'd agree with that and i think that is one of the most that's one of the most emotional moments in not just the sequel trilogy in 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 the in the whole saga that's one of the most emotional lightsaber moments ever and i love luke in that scene i love kylo in that scene it is pure light versus darkness anger versus control you know oh my days it's good the last jedi people the last jedi it is pure filth i love it um but no man i i'm i'm I've got a pretty spicy top three, though. Okay. Uh, and okay. I'm, I'm quite confident in it. I mean, before before we, you know, segue into that beautifully, um, Matty Boy, let me just throw that back to you quickly. What about you? Do you think there's moments in the ST that, you know, they, they underused lightsabers? thing is, whenever I hear your measured, well-thought-out response, I always think, well, how am I going to top that? How am I going to even argue against that? But... I think we got the right amount. I'd be lying if I if I wish I could have just seen um, more. You know, when we saw at the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker, when Kylo was taking down those goons on Mustafar, I'd have liked to have seen like maybe another scene of that somewhere. I know we got. I know Kylo slaughtered Law Santeca, but even or something with Ray having to use her like the conflict within her, but she's having to use her lightsaber to strike falls down, even if she might. I don't know something like that. I'd have loved to have just seen someone wreck shop like we got at the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker. But then again, that's just, oh, hey, I would have liked to have seen it. Just, I would have liked to have seen Kylo going wild or or Ray, you know, um, 
coming to Finn or whoever's aid and like taking falls out of her lightsaber and everyone's just like, okay, well, that was cool. Um, but I'm not going to complain, mate. I'm, I'm absolutely not going to complain whatsoever about what how what we got because what we got, I dug every single one of them. Shout out, Rogue One, Vader, hallway scene, lightsaber, death. Um, and also shout out to Ben Burt who created the iconic lightsaber sound because without Ben, you know, what would those things have sounded like? Would have sounded quite as good if it was just a high-pitched squeal. So um, the sound is one of the most famous sounds of all time. The weapon itself, the weapon of a Jedi, is one of the most famous movie props or or just pop culture items and icons of all time. So um, we've got to treat that weapon with respect, as Luke Skywalker says in The Rise of Skywalker. You know, treat this with respect because, you know, everybody, even if you're not a fan, you know, know what a lightsaber is. But in terms of the ST, I'm pleased with what we got. Uh, if somebody said to me, would you have liked to have had one scene, one more scene of someone wrecking shop? Absolutely. Of course. But we didn't get it. And I'm not going to complain about it because I enjoyed what we got with the um, with the fights, mate. I just imagine Matt, you know, doing a Kylo Ren. Like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> Every time I see it. Mah! But of course, my voice doesn't go that deep. So I don't sound quite as intimidating. There we go, mate. There we go. You're still beefcake, though, mate. You, you mate. are beefcake of Essex, official. official. Well, if you're the beefcake, Somebody I'm the meatloaf. Yeah, no, mate. No, not at all, mate. Not at all. So let's let's get into the top three, yeah. guys. Let's get into the top three. Um, so these obviously these are just off our favourites. You know, we're not we're not over and analyzing these. We are just here to chit-chat about them. Matt does not know my list, and I don't know Matt's. I I know what Matt well enough to have an idea of where stuff is, but three, you know, that's not a lot of that's not a lot of spaces, right? So, you know, if I'm one out, that affects everything, right? So um before we crack on, Matty Boy, I have to do the like Luke Blywalker thing. I have to do the classic thing. I need to give a special shout out. Cool. Is that okay? Oh, I make anything for Luke Blywalker. Dude, 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 dude. Big spicy fat off shout out to these two moments. I don't feel like I can include them in my list, but these are some of my favorite moments in Star Wars. Full stop. Both of them are from the Disney era. Okay. Both of them are from the Disney era. Number one, Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One. <laughs> Every time I think Bro. of it, man. <laughs> Bro. That's not a lightsaber battle, guys. It's not a duel, right? It's not a lightsaber duel, but blow me down oh my days you can't not you can't not mention it when we're talking about lightsabers literally one of the most iconic uses of a lightsaber in star wars is when there is just soldiers looking down a dark corridor and they hear it they hear vader and then there's just this lightsaber that ignites. Oh my days! Oh, Are you kidding me? in red. Oh, <laughs> oh mate, that is got to, That is just delicious. So look, special spicy shout out to Rogue One there. Um, another shout out, Matty boy. You've already mentioned it, mate. Now for me personally, 
personally yeah because we're not setting any like you know stone rules on Mm -hmm. this yeah so if you're playing along with us you know don't feel bad if this is in your top three yeah but um for for me i i'm not going to include the last jedi kylo ren and ray versus the praetorian Mm -hmm. guards right i'm not including that because there is no lightsaber clashing at that point, they are just against the guards, right? And I think, unless I'm mistaken, The Last Jedi is the only Star Wars film in the saga, in the Skywalker saga, that doesn't have lightsaber clashing in it. Uh, you would be right, yes. Hmm. So, and I love that, right? And this scene is absolutely extraordinary, but it's not a lightsaber duel, right? It's it's just, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um so but and although that is tense it's it's it is slowly and surely becoming one of my favorite moments in all of star wars that does not make my top three star wars jewels but i think it is so filth so spicy that it deserved a little mention and a little shout out just to let you guys know i am thinking of it and i'm missing it what a naughty young man you are uh, as so as it were that's also in my absolutely honorable mentions ray and carlo versus praetorians because it's stunning because it's again it, it's not just a fight it's the backdrop it's the choreography it's the colors used it's the rage it's it light and dark coming together there's it, a lot going on there but there there are three others which elicit more from me which is hard to say and again this isn't me or luke like lukey boys have said this isn't us saying right these are our three forever and you guys you know you, you we're going to tell you why these should be the top three these are just the ones which mean the most to us or elicit the most response from us and there may be some surprises in there um another honorable mention just for the just for the absurdity is great is uh two of them in fact from the same film this film had like bonkers amount in it but mace windu versus palpatine for what happens there and for the faces that ian mcdermott pulls and yoda versus palpatine because come on come on let's yoda the strongest jedi palps a sith the strongest sith my little green friend. All of that. It, like those two fighting. True. It's a nerd's dream. George Lucas know, knew what the fans wanted. Regar- regardless of what people thought about the overall execution. Oh, let me drink my water. Bosh, bosh, bosh. But Lucas gave the fans what they wanted in that final Star Wars film. But So there's a couple of my uh, honourable mentions. Shall we, uh, we dive into top three, starting from three, my friend? Let's do it, mate. And and just lastly, you've just brought something out. This is this is ridiculous. We always go off on one, but um, it just while you've mentioned that there is Yoda versus Dooku, right? Yeah, I do remember being like crazy impressed with that as a kid. I'm not quite as in love with it nowadays as as I was, but apparently, like like cinemas back in the day, and I went and saw Attack of the Clones, right? And I don't specifically remember this, right? But I know that like people reacted like crazy oh, to that. Bro, scene. They, in people thought the stories I've heard, people were in uproar. They were cheering. They're up in arms. They're up from their seats, like, whooping along. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's got to have a little spicy shout out, surely. Yeah, Yoda pulling his saber for the first for the first time that we'd see in live action. That's it, mate. That's it. But that's me. That's my. That's it. That's it. So yeah, like uh, as you were, mate, boy, as you were, number three. Right, mine is a so maybe again some of these may be surprising to some, may not to others. Uh, my number three is from the Force Awakens, and it's Ray versus Kylo Ooh. Ren on Star Killer Base, 
And the reason why is everything I said about all the other ones. It's not just a fight. It's everything around it. Just beforehand, Han Solo was turned into a kebab. So you think that's on your mind still. Then you get Finn versus Kylo, and there's a cool fight there. But it's the moment when Kylo's calling to the saber, and it thinks, I'm not having none of you, Swolo. Straight to Ray, the music swirls. Her face is just, you know, she's realizing what's happening, and she's going up against Kylo. The bravery of that scene, the setting. I've always wanted to see a lightsaber duel in the snow, like the blue and the red against a white background, and I got it. Didn't think it would happen, but I got it. I love the setting. I love the score. And like we mentioned, the raw action of the fight. It was a trained uh, dark side user against um, an untrained lightsaber wielder, but a trained melee weapon holder fighting against you. And it was raw. It was, like people have mentioned with the uh, Ray and her stabbing motion. It's probably what you do with a staff. And then, of course, there's the Palpatine connotations now. But it's just the way that they're they're fighting in the snow. The trees are falling around them. Kylo Ren is on the offensive the whole time, even though he's half dead. At no point is Rey winning that fight until she taps into the dark side. The Force awakens in her. But, you know, she goes full dark side. She's going to slice Kylo in half if the ground doesn't separate them. It's just a big moment. It's the big moment in the sequel trilogy. It's introducing us back to the world it's our protagonist and antagonist, or our like dual leads as we found them out to be. It was just an incredible way to end that film. So for me, su- surprise to some, but this is what I'm going for. Number three is Ray versus Kylo on, on SKB, mate. A surprise to some, but possibly a naughty welcome one. <laughs> I like it, mate, boy. Yeah. I really like it. And do you know what? I wasn't gonna i wouldn't have guessed that yes i wouldn't have guessed that that is pretty spicy i love it for all the reasons you've said i love it and just let you know that was nearly nearly in my top three slash four um which leads me to a classic luke blywalker where i couldn't flip and decide could i I couldn't decide on number three i couldn't decide on number three right and i i listen guys I said from the start of this naughty main discussion that there is some nostalgia wrapped up in this one slat. Well, 0.5 of this one. Um, the Phantom Menace, guys. The Jewel of the Fates. Darth Maul. Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon. The music. Death. Guy getting chopped in half. Hello there. Hello there. Hello. Come on. So good. It's flipping great. It is so flipping good. Um, it's just the music, the nostalgia, the 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 hours spent on recreating that as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, the inspiration, the inspiration that fight gave to the rest of the trilogy, to all the other Star Wars games, right? Knights of the Old Republic, Force Unleashed, yeah? All of these modern new games, twirling a lightsaber and stuff in the way it was. Like, Phantom Menace gave birth to that because of that fight. And as a kid, I am wrapped up all in that. And even as an adult, I hear that music, Matty Boy. Those doors open on that that hangar in Naboo. (laughs) Guy looks up. And by guy, I mean more. Come 
on. Did you just say Ray Park? I did. <laughs> it's the way the Jedi disrobe when this is like, right, you know it's going to go down. Park. Ray Park. You know it's going down when Ray the Quags. <laughs> when Quags and Obi take off their robes, you know it's going to go down. And Amidala and that, they're like, yes, let's, we'll go around the side entrance. You, you boys deal yeah. with this. But- they, I think we said in our commentary on our Patreon, they, everyone just leaves. Everyone just like walks out the yeah, room. Like, yeah. like, let let their Jedi get on with business. Rather than all just know. firing on them at once, they're like, nah, we'll make this harder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, literally, there's like 30 of them. Yeah, from I know from Star Wars Battlefront, guys, if there's 30 guys shooting at me, I ain't surviving, even if I'm pre- pressing L2. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding down L2, right? It's not, it's not covering me completely. Um, safe, safe. Such a good moment, though. But I appreciate. Listen, is it a little over over choreographed? Maybe. Is it is it a bit cheesy in places? Maybe. Is that unnecessary spinning? Maybe. Do I care? Not really. Love it. Spinning. It's a good trick, guys. It's classic. Yeah, mate. it's classic. For every reason you've just said, mate. It's it's classic. It's iconic. It's classic, mate. It's going down to Festival Leisure in Basildon and having a Nando's. Mm. It's a classic. Mm. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, but listen, I've actually, I, I, I have joint bronzed, right? I joined third place because I, I think this one is my, it's almost like my real third place. And I hate to say it, right? But it is a joint. It is a joint. I've decided. I think you're going to be surprised at this one, Matt. I'm ready. I think you're going to be surprised. Death Star. Yep. Ray and Kylo, Rise of Skywalker. I am surprised by that. Yeah. Mate, that fight is sick, it's guys. Awesome. That fight is sick. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Rise of Skywalker lightsaber fight is so flipping good. And like, you know, I'm going to echo on what you've said, mate. It's everything around it too. You know, their conversation in Palpatine's chamber, you know, all the way down to the bridge. And what do we get right after that? Kylo's resurrected, oh. followed by, hey, kid. Hey, kid. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Come on. Oh, mate. It's so Star Warsy. It's so, 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 so Star Warsy. I adore it. I absolutely adore it. And that that bit of Rise of Skywalker for me is almost perfection. It is so ridiculously Star Warsy. It's so good and bad and redemption and you believe it the emotion is there they are strong force users they're jumping all over the place is it a bit marvel-esque in places yes i buy it though i buy it though. Yeah, man. i buy it these are both two very strong force users and it's just and and kylo pretty much wins right and with the music as well with john williams music when kylo's like bashing down on rain it's like room 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 and and she just gives up she's like damn this guy's hench he, he walked away he walked through that um ocean wave it's like wow look at that guy she's probably in awe don't, don't. and he has his lightsaber in reverse oh. like an absolute g he, that's a man like who's just absolute... thinking i've had enough of this i've had enough he's he's gangster mate <laughs> he is absolute 
gangster. He walks onto a bridge and there are waves crashing onto him and he doesn't flinch and he walks through it. And she's looking at him and she's going, I'm not going to win this. Yeah, even she's like, like this guy, mm-hmm. he, he, is, he is going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I get, I, I felt that from Ray. Ray is the one who is retreating. Mm-hmm. Yep. She is retreating, man. Like she is like, no, I like this guy is ridiculous. And I, I just love it, man. And like he's like I've already said, the context of it, I just buy into it. Dude, I'm gonna get that bronze trophy and I'm soaring it in half. One for the Phantom Menace, one for the Rise of Skywalker. Well done, guys. Have a good night. There we go. I've said it. Bish bash bosh. It. Funny, we've both gone for Ray and Kylo in some form in our top three and that speaks volumes, I think, because I know a lot of people have their issues with the sequel trilogy and the fights, but let's not lie, they're quality. So that's our three and sort of three and a half. So, uh, Blado, do you want to lead off with number two? Yeah, I'll lead off with number two, mate. I'll lead off with number two. Um, number two for me, it's a solid and it is, it's a familiar. It's come up a lot in the Bantina, in our socials, mm-hmm. um, and we'll get to that. For me... Number two is a solid Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. The emotion, the anger, the music, the cinematography, it works. It works and I care about it so deeply, so deeply. It, it, it just sticks in my head, mate. It sticks in my head as, as memorable and um, I adore it. I adore it. And it just, you just see Vader, this villain, you know, the, the galaxy's most feared man. You just see him crumble. You know, he just, he's, he's overpowered. Luke has become stronger, right? Vader's getting on a little bit, you know, he's getting old and, um, (sighs) he needs a bit of WD-40 literally. I, I love it, mate. I adore it. I think it's powerful. And for me, it's just Luke was able, it, like, again, context is very important. And this is what Phantom Menace lacks, right, In, in the uh, with their half a bronze trophy back in the back room, yeah? Um, context, yeah. Luke nearly kills his own father, and he stops himself. He stops himself, just like in The Last Jedi, by the way. Yes. He stops himself from doing that. And um, he goes, do you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And uh, it's just such a lovely moment, mate. It's Star Wars. That is Star Wars. Love it. Number two, solid silver. Bang. I can't imagine what number one's going. I cannot wait to hear what your number one is. Um, for my number two, do like a number two. My number two is Battle of the Heroes from Revenge of the Sith. Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Kenobi. Again, is it choreographed? Oh, of course it is. It's, it's OTT choreographed almost. That The moment when Annie and Obi are admiring each other as they're twirling their sabres pointlessly. I dig oh. every single moment of it, dude. It's a big fight. It's epic. The, lo- the Mustafar location with the volcanic lava just spurling out everywhere. Uh, even the bits where they're kind of climbing up those um, telephone pole things and leaping off onto droids on the on the lava. And mate, Revenge of the Sith was nothing but audacious. It was big. It was bold. This was, remember, the final Star Wars film we're ever going to get up at that point. And Lucas went for it. 
he'd been wanting to do this fight on a lava planet since well in, well into the planning of a new hope and um the, the the ot and you can tell that george gave us what a 10 minute long saber fight and he wanted to give the fans something big a moment people have heard about since 77 and he did for me and i get the criticisms criticisms of it but mate i love it like the the, the battle of the hero score itself I think that da, 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 I love that score. The dialogue before and some of it during, yes, some of it's a bit lame, but um, just to, like the moments before when Obi and Anakin are, Obi Wan's realizing what he needs to do. I'll do what I, I shall do what I must. When he realizes that you know he's got to, this is it now. His he's got to fight his friend, and it's to the death. It's not a sparring fight. Somebody's going to the kind of the white knight almost is going to have to do the unthinkable and slay his brother. The bit at the end, you know, you're my brother, you were the chosen one. Um, and I guess also like the the violence of it, just because Lucas wasn't afraid in a fantasy saga for everyone to show, you know, this is what happened. This is how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. He had almost all his limbs cut off and he got turned into a human bit of charcoal at the same time. Mate, I, I really like it. Plus it's spliced with... Palpatine versus Yoda, so you have that going on. Honestly, it's just the the end of a wild film. But uh, the Battle of the Heroes for me, mate, it's a prequel, isn't it? It's being at that certain age, just seeing the cinema and just thinking, well, this is amazing, isn't it? This is incredible. So, again, surprise, maybe Battle of the Heroes from Revenge of the Sith is my number two lightsaber duel. You naughty, filthy cheeky lad that's me your silver my friend yeah. is indeed my gold oh. <laughs> battle of the heroes revenge of the sith mate you give me that lightsaber twirling that crazy useless lightsaber twirling obi-wan versus Anakin. you give me that man i'm all there for it listen i'm in year five i'm in junior school at uh, well primary school right so you're, in you're the 11, uk maybe is that I am 10, I think. I think I'm 10. Summer 2005. Can you imagine? And I loved The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and the 2003 Clone Wars series and 2005 Clone Wars series, right? The, the Star Wars Clone Wars. I was there for it, guys. This lightsaber fight to this day and i had to be honest with you right because i was very tempted to put luke and vader from return of the jedi as number one right i was very tempted but i i really really had to be honest with myself i had to man and this and and this is why i mentioned at the start the nostalgia plays such a big part for of it for me you know there is some over choreographed scenes you know but but from my point of view you know is it is it really over choreographed or is it that they're both the most powerful Jedi in the universe mm-hmm. at that time, right? Battling it out brother against brother, the context, the scenes, the fighting, Anakin literally catching fire, right? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just to me, it's so memorable. It's so crazy over the top but i love it mate 
I love and it. It's force just, choked it's Pat just May beforehand, which leads to the duel. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, mate. It's in and it's pure hatred. It's hatred, but it is. I feel like that was that that like Obi Wan and Anakin were so skilled. They were so skilled, especially in combat, which makes sense because of the Clone Wars, right? They were so skilled that you could see. Like, I love that they clearly do the same stuff. They have the same fighting style. Well, of course they're going to. Obi-Wan taught Anakin, right? They, he taught him. That is why, at the end, it's over Anakin. I have the high ground. I've taught you this. We've done this. We've practiced this, Anakin. And Anakin says, you underestimate my power. His overconfidence is his weakness. Poetry. It rhymes. Oh, my days. And special shout-out, special super-duper filthy shout-out again to the Rise of Skywalker because Rey and Kylo are battling on a water planet. There's waves going everywhere. Revenge of the Sith, it's lava. In Revenge of the Sith, Darth Vader is born. Mm. Anakin dies. In the Rise of Skywalker, Kylo Ren dies. Ben Solo is reborn. Oh my like days! Oh my gosh, that is absolutely That's delicious. I can't even lie. I can't even lie. And it, it, for me, dude, it helps. That helps. That that boosted Revenge of the Sith. I was like, well, damn, yeah. damn, Jackie. <laughs> you know, like, that's that's just flipping great, mate. I've, there's the nostalgia there. When I, every time I watch it, I feel like I'm in 2005. Yeah. Feels like 15 years ago. I'm in junior school, and an, all is good in in the world. And I've got that little blue like sticker workbook from WH Smith that my nan got me, and I'm putting all the stickers down, and I'm collecting the action figures, and I've got friends who are getting into Star Wars again. I've got friends who like I play football with who are like the football boys and that that was their life. I love football, but I loved Star Wars too, yeah, right? But these kids, but they, even they were getting on the Star Wars hype for Revenge of the Sith and they were playing the PlayStation game and stuff. I just have so many fond memories for, for, for that scene and that film. But guys, Battle of the Heroes, the music, the scene, the context, the emotion, for me... It is gold. Gold! Do, 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 do. Uh, talking spat ballet, spandau ballet. Good pun there. Um, well, <laughs> so my silver my silver was your gold. It's no surprise then that your silver is my gold. Um, oh. it's, it is like poetry. It rhymes. The synergy, the session's synergy. Uh, number, number one for me is Luke versus Vader in Return of the Jedi. And... Similarly to what you said, Blilo, this was a tough one because it was up until about 1800 BST tonight that I, I was still debating which one, you know, what do I get out of it? What do I remember? Was it the nostalgia and everything about it? But Luke versus Vader, if it's a point system, it came out like what by one point maybe. It's because to me, The Return of the Jedi is a perfect ending to a saga. And again, that, you know how much I love the sequel, so I'm not starting that argument. I love those films. But if you were just to encapsulate that OT trilogy, it's got a great start, it's got a great middle, and it's got a perfect ending with the way it all ends and like the final shots. But this particular duel, it's, it's everything 
you could want in a lightsaber duel. The stakes are outrageous. Like, is Luke going to fall to the dark side? Is Luke going to die? Is Luke going to kill his father? The Emperor is finally being the big boy. We're finally seeing him. And he's he's taunting Luke. He's he you now he's saying you know your your friends are going to die. Uh, uh, all of this stuff, you know, join me. You'll be you'll call me master. You can tell Luke is more than tempted because he even gets his lightsaber to strike down the Emperor, uh, and Vader stops him. I mean, now I know from the Rise of Skywalker, Palpatine probably would have uh, inhabited Luke's body and become a vessel for the Sith. But in this just this fight alone, it's just that R word. It's a raw fight. It's raw. It's anger. You can feel the weight and the emotion of father versus son. When Luke just boots Vader down the stairs, Luke himself, he's sensing the conflict in Vader, who at one point has had enough and just flings his lightsaber at Luke. It's not refined. It's a, it's an emotional fight. Every sw- swipe of that saber is fueled by an emotion. And then, of course, Vader's taunted Luke by saying, you know, if you won't turn, maybe your sister will. And then Luke absolutely loses it. He loses his mind. And that's like you said, he's gonna he's gonna destroy his father in that moment. He's beating him down to the point where Vader's the most powerful warrior in the galaxy, is pretty much begging, please don't, he's got his arm up. Luke's gonna slice him into pieces. The emotion of those scenes is played by David Prowse underneath that suit wonderfully. James Earl Jones' voice acting is incredible. Mark Hamill is superb in that scene for channeling the emotions. Luke sees the similarities between him and Vader with the hand. And then we get the iconic, uh, I'll never join you. I'm a Jedi like my father before me moment. It, it is just the culmination of everything that that trilogy set up. And just to fight itself has got everything you could want. Emotion, the score, the fighting style. It's got stakes. It's got three incredible characters in it. And of course, then you've got everything else going on as well, the ground battle and the space battle. But the fight itself, dude, is it's top tier. It's gold. It almost Battle of the Heroes almost took it. But every time I think of that scene in Return of the Jedi, it, it, it wins for me, mate. So number one for me is uh, Luke Skywalker versus his daddy Darth Vader in episode six. Oh. It's a, that is a great choice. I love that we've got the same two, like gold and silver, but Go you on. know inverted. That is that is pretty spicy. And Ray and Carlo both having a number three spot. Yeah, we mate Matt. We love it, don't we? It's, we love we all of them, love don't it. we? But <laughs> mate, we love it. But but listen, in the 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 correlation here is that Anakin Skywalker is in the number one spot. Am I right? Anakin Skywalker, that crispy husk of a man, he's number one for us. Hello, this is Ahmed Best. I am Jar Jar Binks in the prequels of Star Wars. And you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, which is probably the UK's best Star Wars program. All that twirling, all that spinning, all that um, saber slashing has left me extremely thirsty. Again, look what's over in the corner. Our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Blilo, shall we? Oh, let's do it. (laughs) 
all that saber work has made those guns something special, mate. Well, as we do every week, uh, if you're new to the show, this is the Bantina. It's where we get together with you guys. We share a couple of Kef beers and we shoot the galactic breeze. And we wanted to hear from the greatest listeners in the galaxy. Spoiler, that's you guys. And we wanted to find out your opinions on our main discussion this week. Yes, we diddly do. And thank you so much for all the responses. Guys, we have some crazy, crazy responses, like crazy long responses in a good way. They are incredible to see. Thank you so much for setting our socials on fire on Instagram and Twitter. Mm -hmm. So keep sending those in. But we have had to kind of consolidate these. Uh, So bear that in mind, guys. But once again, thank you so, so much. Uh, To lead us off in this spicy section of the show, it is the first voicemail ever from this amazing new listener, local-ish boy. He's from Suffolk. It's James. Let's hear it. The reason Return of the Jedi's lightsaber fight is my favourite lightsaber fight in all of Star Wars is because it has a lot of emotion and actually has weight, unlike the majority of people's favourite Battle of the Heroes, which I'm completely fine with. But in my opinion, Battle of the Heroes, although a great fight visually, for me it doesn't really have that much emotional impact. Because even though it's the fight that turned Anakin fully to the dark side, I, you know that it's coming. Um, and it just feels like air hitting air with the lightsabers. When Luke, when Luke is getting tempted by the dark side, like it gives it gives me chills every time when he lashes out against Vader, um, almost killing him with the music and everything. Um, so that is why Return of the Jedi's lightsaber duel is my favorite lightsaber fight in all of Star Wars. <laughs> What an absolute lad. I like those thoughts, man. man. James, you legend, the king of Suffolk. Thank you for sending that in, dude. Do you know what, mate? I I do, I I somewhat, I see your point. And obviously, Matty Boy is definitely going to see your point. Of course. But for me, dude, just like, it's those points. You know, I was there, 2005, watching Battle of the Heroes. I grew up with Obi-Wan and Anakin. They were my heroes. Seen them. Oh, don't. Oh, it's so spicy. But James, you're a legend. Keep them coming. Thank you, dude. Yes, cheers, mate. Thank you for that. Um, We had, from the written responses... Again, as Luke said, these have been uh, truncated somewhat because the response that we got were boss. So, Dan Alex Hales, King, chose Ahsoka versus the seventh sister and the fifth brother from the Clone Wars when she schooled them. Zoe Duncan, Joel Mitchell, Jamie Garwood and geek to me Radio. Well, they went with Jewel of the Fates, whilst Obi-Wan versus Maul from Rebels was the choice of Emily Bonner, patron, and our boy Johnny Olaf. What absolute legends. Great choices. Nice little mention of Ahsoka there. Love it. Thank you so much, guys. And saying that, Lost in Hyperspace Lanes picked Ahsoka versus Maul from the Clone Wars. Whereas Battle of the Heroes was Itai, SD1985 UK, Zoe Duncan, and Daniel Perrin's favourite whilst Ironic Designs and Angela chose Yoda versus Palpatine. Booyakasha. Hey, Nick. Nice choices, guys and girls. Uh, we've got another voice message now from the man who puts the king 
in Woking. It's Alex Jessup. So what was Alex's favourite? For me, the very best Sabre fight in the series has to be Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul, a.k.a. the Duel of the Fates. The hype for episode one promised us we would get to see the Jedi in their prime, and boy did it deliver on that. This fight has both Jedi and Sith in their prime, three of them fighting and the use of a double-ended lightsaber. The fight is incredibly well choreographed and performed, and the hiring of Nick Gillard helped this new style of fast, athletic sabre fighting. So much so that, in fact, they had to overcrank the camera just to slow it down so we could see it all. The fight is broken up by the energy beams, and this makes for wonderful use of physical space to create tension. We see Maul pacing up and down, studying his prey, and right before the beams open, Obi-Wan bounces up and down to psych himself up. This is something that Ewan McGregor did for real, and it was kept in. Throw in the epic score by Johnny Williams, and this has to be considered as the very best fight in the series. <laughs> yeah, good shout Ooh. for Nick Gillard as well, who choreographed the, all of the fights in the prequels and was in Revenge of the Sith as uh, Sin Dralik. He was slaughtered by uh, Anakin in the Jedi Temple. Um, yeah, good shout, mate. Uh, Duel of the Fates. Yeah, we get three, three lightsabers clashing at once. It's the first time we'd ever seen that. The double-bladed lightsaber, the red... Uh, laser door stopper things were a wonderful touch. The score, mwah. Oh, mate. And, 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 and Alex says that with such conviction. He's like, yeah, it's the best, mate. I love it. Alex, you are a legend. Let us know who uh, who you're fighting next, mate. Um, up next, we've got MC Myers, Jobby King. I have so many questions, Pod. And Matthew Paveley, who all picked Luke versus Vader in The Empire Strikes Back. We've not even mentioned that, Mm -hmm. Matty boy. That's crazy. Uh, On the topic, Pod also chose that duel, but they also chose Rey versus Kylo on Kajimi. Waltz, Sticky Pop, Zoe Duncan, Alex Fur, 95, Irwayan, Ant from Garbage Vortex TV, Jeffrey Welshwookie, and Mark Rolfe said Luke versus Vader in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that was the most popular of the resp- responses we got. And finally, uh, Sean Hudson, big brother, uh, and lost in the hyperspace lanes. They also chose the uh, SC-38 reimagining of Vader and Kenobi in A New Hope. I wanted to throw that in to show the diversity of answers. So that um, YouTube fight where, you know, big boy Vader's just slashing and slaughtering away at Canopes. You know, some people love that. And do you know what? Out of context by itself, I dig that uh, reimagine. I think it's incredible. Would it fit in a film? Not one bit. But I love the reimagining of it. Um, so, yeah, guys, thank you so much for sending all those in. For those who we didn't get around to including, please do keep sending in your messages. We'll endeavour to include them in one of our next episodes. And if you fancy it, send us a voice message. You'll hear your voice on the show. We'll give the email address out at the end of the show. Yes, absolutely. And you know what? I'm going to say this right now. I was wondering if you're going to ask me my least favourite. And I still love this. I still love this, Matty Boy. But for me, my least favourite is, sadly, Obi-Wan versus Vader in A New Hope. I know that is sacrilege to you know for some people, but I'm just being dead honest. Okay, now we've got all of, all of the films in to, to look at now and to study. It is the least impressive, um, especially considering what Vader did in Rogue One. It's the least impressive... 
Uh, but I love the moment where Vader slices down Kenobi, not because he kills him, but just like the moment where you watch like, wow, okay, what's what's this old geezer doing? He's just let himself be killed. Um, yeah, that one. I like I like Obi Wan and Anakin versus Dooku in clones, but you know, it, pff, it. I don't mind it. It's it's the appetizer to Yoda versus Dooku. And there's a moment when when Anakin gets his arm cut off. Why does he, why does Dooku force push Anakin away? Why doesn't he just slop his head off as well? But Right. Yeah, that aside, stab him. Film armor. Yeah, yeah. Fair play, mate. Fair play. I thought I'd get, get a cheeky mention. Let's see, we've contributed a bit more to the bit about Bantine. We are just like you guys, kings and queens. Yeah, that's it. We are kings and queens, and we are filth. Uh, and to our final bit of the Bantina, it is, of course, the Patreon questions. Who loves a Patreon? You all do. And that's right. You can sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions for $2, less than a cup of coffee from a popular coffee shop. Uh, right. So our first one, Earwayne Burnt from Austria. Let's hear what he's got to say. He says, what would your dream digital Star Wars game be like? Be it for consoles, mobile or PC. Every genre is valid. Go. Burnt goes on to say his would be a flight simulator in the veins of X-Wing and TIE Fighter games of the 90s. He puts blame it on my age. Spanning from the beginnings of the Clone Wars up to the up to the abrupt end right up to um, right after episode three. Uh, playable for both sides, Republic and Sis, with an immersion level that is still unreleased Star Wars Citizen by Chris Roberts, keeps promising us. Branching missions and campaigns all across the galaxy with an occasional appearance of Star Wars characters, both well-known and obscure, and has an expansion make... And as an expansion, make the same for the Galactic Civil War. You can tell Burnt has put some thought into this, mm. and we know that Burnt is well into his tabletop games, which is incredible. Guys, follow him on Instagram right it is star wars goodness ear weighing ear like what you listen with and w-a-e-n one word ear weighing um awesome right okay so that's quite that's quite a naughty little um question there Matty boy what are you taking away from that? um i like um i like burn's answer there that it's it spans from the beginning to the Clone Wars up until the end and it's it's um on the ground and in the sky mine would be very similar um, it would be a Fallen Order type game, but set either in the Clone Wars, where it would be canon, and you are a another Jedi, just a new Jedi, and you fight in the missions that we've either seen in the Clone Wars or new ones, leading up to maybe some kind of end at Order 66. But that's why I'd like to see that. Or something set in the, the same style of game, you can tell I like that game, but set in the sequel trilogy era, so it's either after the rise of Skywalker. So let's let's play as Ray, or let's play as Finn. Finn's force sensitive, and let's play or or play as Poe on like a flight simulation game. That's a way to get that story uh, continued. It would get the characters out to to the masses, and it would be a lot of fun. I would. So I'd like to see. And it, to be fair, you could you could have all three characters. You could have um, Ray if you want to have a lightsaber. You could play as Ray if you want to be uh, if you want to be a force using. Um, blaster wielder be Finn. If you need to take to the sky, you play as Poe Dameron. Something like that would be sweet for me. It gives it, yes, the sequel trilogy is front and center, but it gives more weight to that. It gives more 
focus on that or to set it in the period between six and seven. But So mine would be a Fallen Order game set in the Clone Wars or after, just just after, or ten years after the sequel trilogy. But what about you, mate? Oh, that's a great answer. That is a great answer. Um, okay, so I I struggled with this one, right? Because I don't, I struggle with games sometimes that are too open. But when I look at my favorite games ever, they usually are open world games. When I was growing up, I went ham on Oblivion and mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls. I went in on Morrowind, right, which was earlier than Oblivion. Thanks to my brother. This is all the influence from my brother, right? Because he was a PC gamer and he was all into this. And I played Skyrim too. Um, it, it, there are so many open world games that like aren't you could you could pretty much do a star wars skin on it and bob's your uncle you have an incredible star wars game i want a open world a true open world rpg star wars game which is crazy hard to do mm-hmm. but the right writers the right creators could make something very 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 magical here very magical and or forceful you know um that's what I would see. Basically, like an Elder Scrolls Star Wars. That would be the dream one. So at the start, you're choosing what you are. You know, it is KOTOR-esque. It is KOTOR-esque. But it's it's modernized with, with a battle system a lot more like Elder Scrolls. Uh, so that's my answer in short, mate. But that's an awesome question. I love it. I love it. Thank you, dude. Yes, and same with this question and every question that we get from the patrons. Uh, Bert, we want to hear, we've heard your answer. Uh, everybody else, we want to hear what you'd think. What would your dream game be? So thank you very much for that, mate. Uh, we have another voice uh, message for a Patreon question. This time it's from, well, to us, he's royalty. It's from the King of Wales, Luke Summerfield. And this is his question this month. Hello there, Padwans, Knights and Masters. I couldn't quite decide on my favourite duel because recently we've had some new contenders like Ray versus Kylo on the Death Star and Maul versus Ahsoka on Mandalore. My question is, who would you like to see duel? Mine are Crazy Mace Windu versus Old Ben Kenobi, Ray versus someone who truly wants to kill her, Ahsoka versus Luke Skywalker, and Vader versus Maul. Hashtag fan service. May the force be with you, Sessioners. And remember, Palpatine loves a good stabby stabby pokey pokey. <laughs> the King of Wales coming hard again. So, uh, who would we like to see duel? If we could have our way and write a, a duel, who would we have? So, Lukey Boy, who would your dream duels uh, involve? Ah, oh, dude, it is a funny one. It is a funny one. Straight off the bat. This is something I'd really like to see. A real a real lightsaber fight between Anakin and General Grievous. Live action. Oh, Hayden Christensen getting all spicy and naughty. Oh, bro, I would be here for that. But do you know what? I, I, you know, because it's Blywalker. I'm going to give two answers, that? right? That's how I do. Kylo versus a Jedi who is not Rey and not Luke. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. And I'm talking like sequel trilogy, right? So so it could be, it has to be someone we probably don't know yet, right? Maybe Baby Yoda. Maybe he chops Baby Yoda's head off or something. 
for that last chicky <laughs> nuggy. Exactly. No, that's not going to happen. But no, uh, you you can imagine like maybe a student who's like doing progressing really well. He has some privileges in the uh, in Luke's Jedi Temple and Academy or whatever it was, you know. And Kylo just, you know, going ham on him. You know, maybe that's his last trial. You know, let's just pretend like the, the Kylo comics, the, the Ren comics didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Right? Basically, because they, they, I feel like those were a bit of a letdown. So, um, yeah, that's my two pennies worth anyway. But now, another good question. What about you, Matty boy? I know you're going to bring some spice. What's your answer, mate? Um, I've got a few, so I'm actually going to bullet point them. Yeah, Kylo Ren, I want to see him, I want to see him fight Mace Windu. You know, I want to see take a seat, young Solo. Um, General Grievous versus Luke Skywalker uh, of Return of the Jedi, Luke. I'd love to see Grievous against Luke. Come on. Darth Vader versus Palpatine would be sweet. That would be oh. incredible. Just like the ultimate battle of the battle of the villains. Vader versus... And also um, Ray, the English Rose, versus Cal Kestis. Two untrained Jedi who find their powers. I'd love to see Rey against someone who might as well be her equal in, in lightsaber fighting, but also may have slightly more training. So they would be my four. Uh, again, sh- shaking up the eras, apart from Vader versus Palps, but Anakin versus Palps is a different story. That would be sweet. Like Anakin before he turns against Palpatine or like Darth Vader with his limbs against Palpatine would be wicked. But I love this question because it's one of those like what ifs, one of those just like fantasy football, and it's pair these things up and see where it goes. So, King of Wales, thank you so much, mate, for your uh, question there, guys. Again, one last time, who would you like to see duel? Any era, any combatants? Let us know. We'd love to hear what you think about that. Um, and Nuki Boy, if the world wants to find us on Patreon, where can they? They can go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Thank you, big boy. So it's now time to bid farewell. Thank you. Uh, sorry about the mess, barkeep. Uh, but we will be back again next week. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game. Whoever did that voiceover, we should get him on the show one day. He's great. Um, game time as we finish off every show. With, and this time, it's my turn to host. So, Luke, would you like to know what you've been inflicted with this week? Oh, mate, inflict me. It's called Revenge of the Bad Jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. You've got the uh, Star Wars joke book, which is another level of absurdity. I have trawled the dad jokes of the internet and found a selection of dad jokes about Star Wars, which are, I can't even lie, I, 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 so I'm going to struggle to read these without sort of internally dying. So I'm going to oh, read you the no. setup to the joke and you've got to try and think your most absurd answer. All right, this jokes. this really is revenge. This really is balance after the amount of times I've done it. These yeah, are you're, terrible. You're throwing it back at me. All right, all right, okay. All right, I'm ready, mate. I'm ready. Bring it on. Ugh. Ridiculous. Number one, then. What was Luke Skywalker's code name before he got his mechanical limb? What was his code name before he got his chemical limb? His mechanical hand. Um, 
Luke. Luke Legwalker? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it wouldn't be that. Luke. Luke Armwalker. Luke. Luke Normal Walker. <laughs> I don't know. What? What is it? Yeah. Hand Solo. Hang on. It asked. <laughs> it asked about Luke Skywalker though. Luke Skywalker's code name was Hand H A N D Solo. Right. Got his hand cut off, didn't he? Right. <laughs> this is the level. It should be called Revenge right. of the Dad Jokes. Right. I'm loving it already. I'm loving it. I'm gonna write that down. Send it to someone just in the office anonymously. Love it. Right. Too yeah. wi- Too wifey. Here. Here we go. Number two. Gee whiz. Here we go. What's Yoda's advice for going to the bathroom? Poo or poo not? <laughs> <laughs> You're not a million miles off. Yeah. Go no, on. You want you, you want to know what it is, and mate? If it's not poo or poo not, I'm disappointed. It should be that. <laughs> it's worse. Oh no! I can't even read this. <laughs> do do or do do not do. Do do or do do not do. Poo or poo not's better. <laughs> poo or poo is much better. Especially for Seriously, how did they not think of that? So it's do do or not do do. Do do or do do not do. Right. I want okay. you to say not do do. I, I like it. Scooby dooby doo. Where, where are, are you? you? Do, Love do, it. Love it. Do, do not do. Um, okay, number three. This is embarrassing. Why did the resistance stop speaking to Finn? On the planet with the giant sun. Why did the resistance stop speaking to Finn? Finn? On the planet Jaku. with the giant what? sun. It just says on the planet with the giant sun. What? What is the planet with the giant sun? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Like, Why did the resistance stop speaking I never, to Finn? In the sequel trilogy, I never looked at a sin and went flipping out. That's a big sun. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I never thought, oh, that sun is huge, mate. Look at the size of that sun. Um, I, I, this one. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, like, I, I actually don't know. I, ca- I cannot answer that. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I the don't resistance know stopped speaking to Finn on the planet of the giant sun because he called it a ray of sunshine. Ray. R-E-Y. Ray of sunshine. Oh, my days. <laughs> Dad jokes, then. It's just so... It's such a beg. It's <laughs> so... It's so... I love it. I love it. The cheese, mate. Cheese factory. Oh, I'm okay, here for the then. cheese factory. Well, where does Carlo Ren get his creepy black clothes? Flipping... What do they call it in America? Hot Topic or something? Or like HMV in the UK? <laughs> <laughs> or something, I don't know. Urban Outfitters <laughs> in the UK. Yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah, Urban Outfitters. Uh, from his closet. Are you joking? <laughs> Someone has taken the time to write that. This next one is oh. incredible. This one is a work of art. Gone. What did everyone call Lando before he became a good pilot? Um, before he became a good pilot, what did everyone call Lando? It's got to be, right, because if, you, if you're if you a good pilot, you land a plane, right? It's got to be something like that. So it's got to be like Misso or Unlando and not Lando. You're so close. 
like messy Lando. <laughs> so close. Yeah, bad Lando. Almost. You don't land if you don't land a plane. You a plane. Crasho. Crash. Crash do. Yes. <laughs> you helped me a little bit there, mate, dude. You, you helped you, me a little bit there. You were there. getting there, though, mate. You were getting there. Oh, mate, I love it. All right, I'll allow that one. Crash, That's, that's simple genius. Oh, I'm here for it. I'm so glad you got that. You got one, so a couple more, mate. Uh, what is Gin Erso's favourite colour? Purple. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, I don't know, but I bet it's a rouge one. Oh, my days. Play on word with rogue, isn't it? Yep. And they also everyone misspells rogue with rouge uh, one. Everyone does that on YouTube. Yep. I oh, swear. Correct. YouTube and Instagram. I was like, rouge one, rouge one, rouge yeah, one. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, bro. All right. All right. Two more. And they are gold. Did you hear about the Gungan who became a taxi driver? No. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear about the Gungan. That would I'm be the simple think. answer. He uh, he was called Car Car Binks. Ah. Oh. <laughs> mm. Dad jokes. Yeah. Final one then. Final what one. Did, what did Leia's adoptive parents say when she used to sleepwalk as a child? Leia Sleepwalker? Again, but would would be a good answer. Unfortunately, it's not quite right. It's good, <laughs> but it's not right. <laughs> oh, what my days. Um, yeah, go on, what? Uh-oh, it's the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bail That's Organa what they said, yeah. And Brehar Organa used to go, uh-oh, <laughs> it's the because rise of Skywalker. Leia... Because Leia is the one who rises and rides a Skywalker, right? And she's yeah. a Skywalker. Rather than helping her, they just yeah. make bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> she's bashing her head so on the old bad. palace walls. It's, it's just so bad. So bad. And that is this week's gay Revenge of the Dad Jokes, it's called. Blalo Ren got one right, which I will forever grateful that he managed to get one right. But that is the I'll revenge of that. The Revenge of the Dad Jokes. So look... Well done, mate. Thank you, mate. I'll take it. I'll take it every day. One point, I'm going to the bank with it, mate. Going to the bank. Every day, mate. A point is better than none. Uh, well, Luke Blywalker's now going to go and tell his wife all of those jokes in the hope that she laughs at least one of them. And I'm going to give you the bad news and say that that is that for episode 78, for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? You can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter at Star Wars Session with no S at the end. You can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions. Or feel free to drop us a cheeky voice note, cheeky message to our email address, sws at whatawatchtonight.co. UK. And if you want to support the show further, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yeah, we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, we're there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice. And head on over to podchaser.com 
It's the IMDB podcasts. We're on there. And it's awesome. So if you do have the time, please drop us a review over there as well. It helps us out more than you know. And we love hearing from you guys each and every week. Get those Apple podcast reviews in gangsters. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell spinning. That's a good trick. Tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, other more, other merrier, and their cats all spicier. Come on. Yes, tell Car Car Binks. Tell him in his cab that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you. Always. Luke. Tacos? They are Essex-based podcast heroes... Saber. It belongs to me. Tell that to Kanja Club.